Something New is supported by listeners like you. Visit joelbnew.com and help this podcast continue to grow, thrive, and be a part of the creative conversation. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 12 of Something New, a musical theater podcast. I'm your host, Joel B. New. Let's see, what are some things that I want to tell you before we dig right into this episode with my new friend, Stanley Martin? One of the many things that I'm up to is co-hosting a songwriter salon with my friend Joshua Hink, who was also a guest on this show and uh, is a is a guest star in my life. So what we do is we invite local songwriters. They can be musical theater songwriters. You don't have to be. And just come over and present a song that you've written in the very recent past. These aren't performances. These aren't come and show your most polished thing. So... If you are a New York-based songwriter and you are looking for opportunities to share in your community, then by all means, contact me on joelbnew.com or Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the things. Walking down the street, I'm all about it. Come play. This is a really fun episode. Uh, Stanley Martin has a show coming up at the Metropolitan Room which we talk about quite a bit, obviously. I will include a link to tickets in the show notes, so don't worry. I know you'll be scrambling going, oh, where can I get my tickets? Answer in the show notes. Stanley is currently in the Broadway production of Aladdin, which I thought was a nice throwback to my episode with Michael Kushner, who talked to me about his run-in with Jonathan Freeman, who plays Jafar on Broadway and was the original voice of Jafar in the Disney movie and its subsequent VHS sequels, which we also talk about in this episode. I'm so glad that finally Return of Jafar is getting its moment here on Something New. Anyway, Michael Kushner, we talked about Jafar. Stanley hangs out with Jafar. Just thought I'd point that out. Let's see, we go on a tiny Britney Spears tangent, and then we go on on a slightly bigger tangent of her film acting premiere, film acting debut, rather, Crossroads. Still waiting for Crossroads 2, y'all. Any day now. Make sure you listen to the whole episode. I mean, why wouldn't you? Because the song's at the end. But toward the end of the interview, Stanley, I'm not kidding gives me the exclusive on how the magic carpet works in Aladdin. It's a big secret. Like, Disney is known for keeping its magic and its tricks up its sleeve. Not anymore, guys. Stanley Martin has told us all of the secrets. Stay tuned. Do not turn that dial. Do not touch that dial. Don't touch that dial. That's how it went. In my downtime recently, of which there isn't too much, but... I have found myself gravitating back toward the Disney cartoon, Phineas and Ferb. Have any of you watched that series? It's so good, so funny, so smart. For those of you who know Phineas and Ferb, their pet platypus, Perry, is a secret agent. And he has his own theme song. And it usually ends... Anyway, the theme theme song I discovered 
late post-writing the song that how the Perry the Platypus theme song and how this week's Something New song end very similarly. And uh, I just thought that was a very funny subconscious thing that happened. Think of it as a scavenger hunt. Listen for... Here we go. Ready? Return of Jafar. Crossroads. Phineas and Ferb musical reference. How many times does Joel say the word like? The Something New season finale concert is happening next month, September. Date and venue to still be determined, but it's a thing. It's happening. Get excited. It's going to be featuring myself, along with performances by this season's guests, and maybe a few from seasons past. You never know. Come celebrate another season of multi-hyphenate artists doing their thing and a bunch of brand new work. I'm so proud of this season and the friends that I've made along the way. And the finale concert is always my way to actually see and interact with the people who have been listening to the show all season and get that rush that only live theater can bring. So I hope you will stay tuned and get tickets whenever those go on sale. Okay, that about does it. I think I'm going to return to my coffee and go go make some breakfast. Go make some eggs. Some bacon. We do breakfast right around here. All right, well, thanks for hearing me chat with myself. Without further ado, here is episode 512 with my new friend, Stanley Martin. listening to Something New, my chance to talk with some of the savviest performers in the theater industry, hear their stories, work through and premiere a brand new original song, and get to the heart of what makes them the working, multifaceted artists they have come to be. Today's guest has been performing on stage since the age of five and professionally since the age of ten. He is currently, as well as the original Broadway cast member of the hit Broadway musical Aladdin. Some of his other theater credits include West Side Story, the International Tour, Smokey Joe's Cafe National Tour, Sophisticated Ladies National Tour, and many more. Uh, last year, he won the 2016 Audience Favorite Award from the Metropolitan Room's Metro Star Competition, very cool, uh, which helped him launch his cabaret debut, Green Eyed Soul. His latest cabaret, entitled Smoke and Mirrors, premieres at the Metropolitan Room on Monday, August 28th at 7 p.m. Obviously, I'm talking about Stanley Martin. Stanley Martin, thanks for coming to my show. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You just came from, we're in the middle of a two-show day for you. Yes, we are. That's crazy. Thank mm. you so much for jumping on over to the Dramatist Guild. We're in the Mary Rogers room at the Dramatist Guild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, you're in the middle of a two-show day. Yes, I am. I don't think I've ever met someone like between shows. Like mm-hmm. it's, Is it as chaotic as it sounds? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I'm basically running on caffeine right now, so yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all good. Just all jittery right now. Hey! Hey! <laughs> You're in the right place. <laughs> Welcome to something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just to talk about Aladdin right up front. Okay. Um, did you grow up with Aladdin? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah? I mean, oh, well, that movie came out, what, 1993? If I'm wrong, just, like, message me later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, no, I grew up loving the movie, even loving the straight, uh, what is it, VHS sequels. That just showed my age. Right I there. did too. <laughs> Return of yeah. Jafar. Mm-hmm. Return of Jafar and Aladdin and, and, and the, was it the King, and of, King of Thieves? Thieves. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was all about that. Even like the, the TV series. That was, was a, a TV great TV series. series. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I knew I liked you. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> great. So when you, and you were either original Broadway cast member. Mm-hmm. You were a world premiere? World premiere. Wow. Back in 2011 at the Fifth Avenue Theater in Seattle. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And you've been with the show ever since? I've been with the show ever since. I've been with the show with every stage incarnation that has happened. Wow. Yeah. So Seattle, Toronto, and then Broadway. That is, that mm-hmm. is impressive. Oh yeah. Has so. it, would you call it like a magic carpet ride? Uh, I would let you call it that. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't say that personally, but yeah, it's definitely been, uh, an, I don't know, a monumental experience for me, like career-wise and just artistically. Yeah. yeah. Is this the longest show you've ever done? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. Well, because we've opened on Broadway, what was it, back in 2014? Uh, it's 2017, y'all. Yeah, I'm three years later. Hi. So, yeah, I've been with the show, yeah, on Broadway ever since it opened. That's mm-hmm. that is incredible. Yeah, thank you. Um, so that means you're on an original Broadway cast recording. Mm-hmm. Yes, I that's am. very cool. That means mm-hmm. you probably were in that um, caravan of people on the Tonys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the one smiling like. Well, can I curse on this? Am I allowed to curse? You on curse. That? Go, go ahead. I was the one who was smiling like a jackass at the very end during the tap section, where it's just like the um, the camera was right on my face, and then James Monroe Iglehart was right in the background, just tapping uh. myself silly. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you? You do it eight shows a week. Eight shows a week, and sometimes nine, depending if it's like a holiday situation. Oh my gosh, that mm-hmm. is a lot. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of Prince Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you keep it fresh for yourself? Uh, well, that's the thing. Right now, we are going through a lot of different cast changes. Um, okay. So that actually kind of helps keep it fresh for me because there's always new people joining the show and it's a brand new experience for them. And it's fun to actually watch them experience the show for the first time or doing it for a certain length of time. So I kind of like live through that a little bit. So like help keep it fresh for me. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Who's Aladdin right now? Is it Telly? Yes, Telly Leong. How's he doing? He's doing wonderful. Of course he is. Yeah. So Wonder- I'm excited Wonderfully, for not wonderful. Oh, my God. Wonderfully. <laughs> He's doing wonderful right now. So uh, wonderful. So yeah. good. <laughs> the most good. <laughs> so you're, you're in an open-ended show, which mm-hmm. is going to run forever. Oh, no. This is a government job, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I imagine that must create an itch to do other things like oh, your yeah. upcoming Metropolitan mm-hmm. Room show, yeah. which we'll get to more specifics later. Mm-hmm. Um, eight shows a week, sometimes nine, six days a week. Mm-hmm. You only get Mondays off. Right. Uh, your Metropolitan Room concert is on a Monday night, your only night off. Mm-hmm. I know if I were in a Broadway show, which shows how lazy I am, like I would be oh, home sleeping, yeah, yeah. like not doing anything. And yet, I mean, I've been around for a while and I've seen like there's, there's a history of like Broadway performers who are like very ready to like give more like on their day off Mm -hmm. like where does that come from well that's the thing like okay a friend of mine well friends of mine would tell me this all the time before i actually got my broadway show um you need to do something else besides the show you have to do something else for your own sanity just or even for like your own artistic fulfillment you gotta do something else because if you just use that as your only artistic outlet you will go insane. 
like literally. And that's one of the main reasons why I push myself to do so many other things. Like, um, like I, I told you before, um, I started taking UCB sketch writing classes. Yeah. I actually started featuring some of my sketches at the UCB theater on like their Friday Liquid Courage nights, which are usually at midnight. Have you ever heard of that? No. I've not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it basically gives opportunities to new sketch writers to showcase their work. Yeah. That's incredible. And I have another one coming up on uh, August 25th, I believe, at midnight. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to pile everything around the same time <laughs> as my cabaret. Because why, why not? not? <laughs> why not? Why not? That's right. You want something done? Ask a yeah, busy just person. keep juggling chainsaws. Anyway. <laughs> um, so going right to UCB, mm-hmm. like, where, where did that impulse to, to write come from? Was that something that you were itching to do before Aladdin? Oh, yeah. Before, well, no, you know, just... Sketches and sketch writing in general and comedy is something that I always kind of loved from a distance. And I was like, oh, maybe I should try it, but I don't know if people are going to find me funny or I don't know what other people are going to think. Da, da, da. Stupid 20 year old um, things to think uh-huh, about. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> which I still am in my 20s right now. Wink. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's similar with my cabaret. And the reason why I'm putting it out there is because. I finally got out of my own way to be like, you know what? I could care less what other people think of me doing something like this. I want to do it. I'm going to try it. Let's go for it. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, like, specifically sketch comedy, Mm because, like, that's a very, I don't know, is it? Is it a different muscle than, like, comedy? Like, like TV Um, comedy or or musical theater comedy? Like, what, what parallels have you seen as you've... With sketch? Hmm... Well, that's the thing. Like, I've only done sketches so far for the stage. I haven't actually, like, attempted yet for, like, either YouTube videos or for, like, TV and film and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but the parallels, it, it's basically the same even with musical theater or for, like, plays. It's, yeah, because especially if you're performing on stage, it's, that's, um, it's still the same thing. Yeah. Like, you're still performing for an audience. You're still trying to gauge laughs off of them. You know what I mean? Right. It's still live. Yeah. When you're writing, are you writing primarily for yourself? Or do you, when you're writing sketch, mm-hmm. do you see yourself in your sketches all the time? Or Oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or sometimes it's just, like, there are friends of mine who I think are friggin' hysterical. And I'm just like, ooh, I can turn this into a character. I can make something out of this as you're learning sketch writing at UCB, like what's challenging about it that maybe um, surprised you? Oh. Honestly, there's nothing that's really... I wouldn't really say it's challenging for me in that regard. That's great. That sounds so pretentious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it came out of my that's mouth. great. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't really find it that challenging. That's great. Or just... That means you're having fun. Yeah. I don't... I guess you could say I love... I love to challenge myself. I wouldn't really consider it challenging or something that's so hard for me. You know I what I mean? I understand that. Yeah. yeah. So, but maybe this is a better way to phrase the question. How does it challenge you versus how musical theater performing has challenged you? A little backstory about me. Yeah. I grew up in a very like artistic family. Yeah. So my mother, um, she's a dancer. Uh, she owns her own dance studio. She choreographs regionally. She choreographs for high school. She just... Dance. That's her shtick. My dad, he's like a piano technician. He gives voice lessons. Um, and he's also like a SAG after actor, too. Like, did you ever see the movie Black Swan? 
Yes. Yeah, he's the orchestra conductor from like halfway through all the way to the end of the movie. Like you can see him. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically I grew up taking acting classes and improv classes and they even had their own community theater company called Step 2 Productions. So I grew up on like many different aspects of like musical theater as far as like stage managing something or helping build the sets or dealing with props or choreographing something or even directing. And so that's why I'm like, I have a hard time like answering that question about what are the, what's more challenging or what's harder for me because I'm just like, it, it kind of comes natural at this point. Yeah, so you, you grew up, and I knew about your uh, growing up in a family of performers, right. but it, you, you grew up having to wear a lot of hats oh, just yeah. out of necessity. Oh, yeah, you had yeah. to. And did your parents give you, what kind of advice did your parents give you when you said, I want to do what mommy and daddy are doing? My, oh... The one thing that my parents always said, get the money first. No. Uh, <laughs> Leave it on the dresser. Um, I always um, say that I was raised by wolves half the damn time because it's very much like, okay, I'm doing this over here and I'm doing this over here. Learn this, learn this. You got it? Good. Moving on. Like, that's, that's the way it was. That's the way, I, that's the way that I grew up. So, yeah, they really didn't give me any advice. It was because, more like through action, I yeah. assume? Yeah. Almost like osmosis, but yeah. 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 Did you ever want to be anything else? No. There no. was no way I was diverging from that path. I love it too much. Yeah. And they never were like, don't be like us? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please. No, because even when I was 10, I was constantly um, getting a backstage magazine from Barnes & Noble and like saying, okay, look, they're looking for a 10-year-old um, to come and audition for this, or they're looking for someone who's 11. Can we go up to New York and audition for this? Wow. Like, I was that kid. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because you were in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Bucks County, specifically. Which is the home of Bucks County Playhouse, mm-hmm. which my listeners, I hope they know. Which is a lot nicer now, but I will not get into that story. Yes, because <laughs> it closed for a while and then yes, came back. I <laughs> uh, Believe me, I, could, oh, I can go on and on about I, that, but I, I would probably have could. to use the words alleged the whole time. Yes. Um, With air quotes, which yeah. it's, it's hard to see those on podcasts. No, because I used to work there when I was a kid when it was still non, non-equity. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot of ins and outs about that place. Gotcha. But it looks wonderful now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Sidebar, Angela Lansbury, who I'm a huge fan of, Mm -hmm. did a play at Bucks County back in 1952. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to throw that fact out there. And so did uh, Liza Minnelli, too. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Liza Minnelli was one. Robert Redford. That's another one. Like, yeah, there were a lot of famous people before Mm -hmm. it got into the wrong hands, and now it's in the right hands. Nice. And mm-hmm. a lot of plays and musicals like made the stop there before mm-hmm. transferring there to Broadway. There used to be a lot of um, out-of-town tryouts would go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back to the, the wild world of cabaret. Sure. So, so crazy. So crazy. So where did that impulse go? Because your first cabaret, Green Eyed Soul, mm-hmm. was that in January? Yeah, it was January <laughs> during a nor'easter. Oh, of course. That was fun. Why oh. not? No, because like, I remember that day, like I'm in the middle of rehearsal, and then I'm getting all these phone calls and text messages being like, I can't make it because what happened? Um, the winds blew the power lines onto the train tracks, so I had like about 20-some-odd people from PA and New Jersey who couldn't get up because they were delaying all of New Jersey transit trains, yeah, for like three, four hours. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, oh my god, I wish I could help you out, but I gotta focus on my songs right now. <laughs> I gotta focus on this set. <laughs> and so uh, that concert was called Green Eyed Soul. Mm-hmm. Where does that where did that title come from? Eh, 
it, Green-Eyed Soul was just something that I wanted to call it. Just It was Great. a random title where I'm just like, okay, I'm going to be talking about myself. Call it Green-Eyed Soul. Boom. Great. Yeah. Great. Was it a lot of soul music or soulful it was musical a, yeah. music? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, that that's generally like one of my favorite genres more yeah. than anything else. I love soul. Well, it looks yeah. very good on you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Especially with the green eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you won an award for that. Yes. Your first right out of the gate. No, 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 no. Oh, I won an award for Metro Star last year. Oh, uh, which, mm-hmm. which then sprung board you. Mm-hmm. Springboarded? Sprung board. Sprung. <laughs> it's sprung. It's sprung. <laughs> it's sprung. <laughs> <laughs> It sprung from the board. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Good night, everybody. That's that's when I um, met my producer Joseph, who was one of the judges for that competition, oh. and he's been like my main guy basically for like Green Eyed Soul and now for Smoke and Mirrors, and yeah, he's like my my go-to for all. It's that. Like I'm gonna make a star out of you, kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one yeah. Of those. Does he talk mm-hmm. like that? No. No. Yeah. Yeah. You could have said he did. Yeah, that's fine. It was <laughs> nice to get the job while keeping my clothes on. So yes, yeah. yes, Yay. little victories. Uh, <laughs> Don't do show business. There we go. Um, green-eyed soul. And what did you take away from that experience? Obviously, it was a very positive one because oh, you're yeah. doing it again. Oh yeah. Um, unless you're glutton for punishment. Uh, well, I mean, I well, feel we like all, all performers are pseudo masochists. This, so. this is true. This is true. We all yeah. love rejection. Oh yeah, please. My yeah. favorite. Uh, so, <laughs> so what did you take away from that experience that made you say, you know what, I want to do this again? Uh, I just love the fact that I was able to perform my own stuff and just get and to get that response like from like the laughs, the tears, and everything else in between where I'm just like, I don't know, I just felt something complete about it, you know? Yeah. I love doing my show right now, which I'm referring to Aladdin. Yes. Um, but it, now playing at the New Amsterdam. Hello, right. Like they need any more publicity. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Nah. Uh, <laughs> but it's nice to actually like put myself out there in the spotlight and being like, this is who I am. Love it or hate it. And so you're doing it again. You're yes. back at it. Mm-hmm. Same venue, Metropolitan Room. Yep. And this time with everybody in my family. That is so mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Like, so like your me, parents. Mm-hmm. Me, my mother, and my sister were going to be doing a tap dance in the show. What? Me, my dad, and a friend of ours who we used to do like these little mini cabarets with um, in between sets for stand-ups and like improv and stuff like that out in Philly. We're coming back together to do like a song or two. So, yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So you're going to dance on the Metropolitan Room oh, stage. Yeah. That's what I did last time, too. Yeah? Yes. Sweet. How, how, how do you integrate that into a concert? Um, well, generally, I give the pianist sheet music. I sing a song, and after that, I tap. <laughs> Fair. Ah! <laughs> no, it's um, it's one of those things. Well, I mean, tap is probably one of the easiest things to do in a cabaret setting because you don't really need that much space. All you need is a wood board. Yeah. So, yeah. Was that your first? Because you, your, your mom is a dance teacher. Mm-hmm. So did you start dancing first or singing first? Uh, or just kind of at the same time, you were like, and I'm singing and dancing. That's the thing. I always feel more comfortable dancing than I do singing. But at one point, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, the very first professional show I got was Romeo and Juliet at Bristol Riverside Theater, which that's another theater that's still around. Go check out shows there. Um, where I was hired um, because of my voice. Huh. Yeah, yeah. How, does that I, make, how did that make you feel? Um, I felt great. I, I loved it. But it's one of those things where... I can get more work as a dancer than I can as a singer because there's a lot more guy singers out there than there are guy dancers. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Especially like good guy dancers. Yeah. There's like hundreds more like of um, good guy singers. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Did your mom ever teach you dance? Oh yeah. 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 My mom did, and like several other people, like from the different studios she used to work at. Mm-hmm. How how was that to be like the kid who like it's your mom who's the teacher? Like when did you start? Te- when did you start dancing? I started dancing when I was like five. Wow. Yeah. 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 Were you the only boy in class? For the most part, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not all the yeah. time, though, but for the most part, yeah. So you're going to be dancing with your mom and your sister. Mm-hmm. Um, does your dad dance as well? He, he can move. <laughs> <laughs> he can move he, well. He's definitely the taken call. tap classes before. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, like, he has some dance ability. Nice. Sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> How will Smoke and Mirrors be different from Green-Eyed Soul? Well, Green-Eyed Soul was just, like... It was essentially a free-for-all of this is some of the stuff that I've gone through in my life. Smoke and Mirrors is a little bit more specific, and this is helping with um, UCB sketch writing classes because it helps like specify, okay, what is the game? What's the joke? What's the format? This is mainly tailored to me and show business. Mm-hmm. Like The first one, I talked about like some family stuff, um, a lot of relationship stuff, and even uh, a couple of little shows here and there, but this one's tailor-made for show business. Yeah, like yeah. you've been at since you were five, so mm-hmm. like that's like two decades. Sure, sure. Well, so- <laughs> yes, exactly. Your bio told me two decades, twenty years. So <laughs> I'm not outing you that way. <laughs> it's fine. As soon as I said I grew up watching VHS, that's like dead giveaway. That's a, that's a big one. Oh my god. Yeah. No, because we have somebody in our show right now who's 22, uh-huh. and I was talking to a couple of people backstage about like you know, oh my god, remember VHS or. Would people in that generation know what that is anymore? And sure enough, as soon as I asked the 22-year-old, I'm like, do you remember VHSs? He was like, oh, yeah, I had an older sister who would watch them all the time. I was like, ah. (laughs) Youth. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) They've always had Britney Spears in their lives. Oh, wow. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. have. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, that's a a proper gauge. Depending on what your stance is on Britney Spears. (laughs) (laughs) Even when she's self-medicated. Um, so, <laughs> yes, next question. Next question. Like, like, awkward pause. <laughs> Britney Spears reference made. Check. Yeah. And we can move on now. Uh, we're topical. Smoke and mirrors. Uh, we're so current. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Crossroads. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, God. When's that going to be made to a musical? Oh, my God. Don't you want it? Don't no. you don't you want a Crossroads musical? No, <laughs> I can't even make a joke about that because no, no. <laughs> you know Shonda Rhimes wrote that movie. Did she? She did. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I had a movie poster of that, somewhat ironically, not very ironically, in my college dorm room. Oh and no, you you are you are a huge yeah, fan, huge yeah. fan, and so I had like the. Um, you know the stage, the, the stage credits, the movie credits are mm-hmm. on it, and mm-hmm. Shonda Rhimes as well. I memorized that name before Scandal, before right. before Shonda Land. Wow. All right. Yeah. So little known fact. Grey's Anatomy. Grey's. Yes, that too. Yes, that too. In lieu of a new segment of New Corner, here is the audio from the video teaser for Stanley's upcoming show, Smoke and Mirrors, which I found on YouTube. Smoke and Mirrors is playing at the Metropolitan Room on Monday, August 28th at 7pm. You can get your tickets at metropolitanroom.com You got to learn how not to be where you are In the heart of little old New York you find a thoroughfare It's the heart of little old New York 
beyond the sea. So me gusta tu vale, me gusta. Couldn't bear it without you. Don't get around much anymore. If the fish swam out of the ocean and grew legs and they started walking and breathe. Smoke and mirrors. What? Um, where did that title come from? Um, it's supposed to reference the fact that we we work in a business where we have to put on a face the whole time, and sometimes it's literally all just smoke and mirrors. Like you have to be smile, you have to be smile, you have to put on a smile, you have to be very upbeat, you have to be very positive, but underneath it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all just like trying to create an illusion. So are you exploring? The whole other story in Smoking mm-hmm. Mirrors? Yeah. I'm trying not to give anything away, I essentially. See. I see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So you're, you're giving me some Smoking Mirrors right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I love that there's, there's obviously a tie-in from your what you're learning over at UCB, mm-hmm. which is the Upright Citizens Brigade. Yes, People don't know what that is. And um, what you're learning over there and what you are and aren't getting from your quote-unquote day job at Aladdin, mm-hmm. and then finding this whole other outlet to satisfy those artistic cravings mm-hmm. and give give you more voice. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I love that, you know, the, the circle is there. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Even though it's a triangle, but okay, yeah. It's, you know, well, it's like, it's like, you got it's one, nebulous. Two, it's, it's so, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. don't, don't correct me on my <laughs> <laughs> and and you probably do lots of other things, but you also you also teach dance. Yes, um, at steps. Oh no, no. I, I used to sub I from time to time. Erase that. No, it's fine. your bio still on their website. <laughs> you should know that it is mm-hmm. steps uh, on Broadway or yeah, um, stepsnyc.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my god, that's funny. Yep, your face and bio are on there. I, I was I was Google, I was you know obviously googling. I haven't not for the subbed song, or but. taught a class here in about. I think it's been two years now. Hey. Yeah, it's been a minute. Okay. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, maybe you should make a call. Eh, it's fine. Leave it up there. (laughs) (laughs) Do you teach anywhere? Um, I used to teach all the time before I actually got Aladdin on Broadway, um, for the most part, just to make ends meet. Yeah. But, I mean, I grew up in a dance studio, so if I needed to make money, I knew how to, like, call up at different studios in, like, Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, to be like, hey, do you need a teacher to come in to do, um, like, a West Side Story workshop or a 42nd Street workshop? Or right. Like, there's always something I could do. Oh, I'm a hustler through and through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to be. Oh, yeah. Well, especially in this business. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. It's that stick to that'll get you through. Yeah. Is that your advice to, you know, I have a lot of performers who listen mm-hmm. to this. Um, what, what kind of advice would you give to those people who are, like, just starting out, mm-hmm. who haven't made their Broadway debut like you have? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you, because I would consider you a, a success story. I oh, hope you do, too. You. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. well, I mean, oh my, of course. I mean, yes. what are you saying? <laughs> oh, my God. Again, pretentious. Uh, <laughs> um, what advice can I give them? Uh, get your home ownership license. Um, <laughs> well, what would you, advice would you give, like, if you're, if, like, the... Oh, real that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, the tw- if the 20-year-old version of yourself was, was listening to this, mm-hmm. what, would you tell th- what would you tell yourself? Oh, ooh, 
just thought of it. Don't take things personally in an audition room. Do not take things personally. Because nine times out of ten, it's probably not what you think it is, the reason why they didn't pick you, or the reason why you were cut. Like, don't take it personally. Yeah. If it didn't work, oh well. Maybe they weren't looking for what you were bringing today. Just pick up yourself and keep it moving. Yeah. And then go make something yes. yourself. Yeah. Well, that's another great one. But that's the thing. I didn't realize hmm. that until later on where of I'm just course. like, okay, I really should just start creating my own stuff because certain people weren't casting me. So I'm just like, okay, well, fine. I'm going to showcase my own talents and do it my own, my own way. I was about to say my own damn way, but whatever. You can- yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Podcast, you're allowed to curse. Yes. All right. Yeah. No, I did a radio interview like two, three weeks ago and she was like, make sure you don't curse. Make sure you don't curse. And like 10 minutes into it, I'm like, oh yeah, I hate that. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one, two punch right yeah. there. Nice. I never like to ask people what they're doing next. I like to ask, what would you like to invite from the world? Oh, um, I, I could honestly care less if you just say, what do you want to do next? I, I do we not can feel do, offended. Well, <laughs> tell, me, well, well tell, me, tell me whatever you want to tell me. Um, what I would want to do next, honestly, I kind of want to try to figure out how I can get on a TV series as a writer or I, I guess just started putting up my own stuff on YouTube, just like with some of the sketches that I've written. Because there have been a lot of people that I know that actually have their own little film company or something like that where they're like, we would love to shoot it. Um, let's see if we can work something out and just go down that path. Great. Yeah. Is that a n- newer item on the, the checklist? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's very exciting. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I love it. Uh, but you're going to still keep doing Broadway shows, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Good. Yeah. Just not making unless, sure. Not unless they kick my ass out. No. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Stanley was kind enough to learn and premiere a brand new song of mine called Handbasket. And, um, you know, I always like, like to ask my, my guests, you know, what kind of, do you have any genre requests or genre don't requests? And, um, and you mentioned an affinity for Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. among and other death artists. Metal. Yeah. yeah, and the death metal. Yeah, yeah. So as you're about to hear. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I took that definitely into account. Um, I also, as in my Google stalking of you, mm-hmm. um, I saw your rendition of Moondance. Oh, um, yeah. Broadway Sessions, Ben Cameron. Yes. Yeah. When was that? Oh, my God. That was two, three years ago? Yeah. I love how I say that. Like, that was such a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, for some of our listeners, it yeah. was. Well, that's the thing. Like, being in the show for so long, I have no recollection of time anymore. It's no. It's just right out the window. Taking from your Amy Winehouse reference and listening to Moondance, um, I, I got to work. Uh, but I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I struggled to write something this episode. It had nothing to do with you. Um, everything to do with me and um, and kind of like just like the state of the world right now. Um, Especially right now what happened yesterday and today. Yeah, It's, it's a lot. Um, I was having a hard time coherently hearing my voice. Like I started a completely other song that, um, I don't know, maybe someone will hear it someday. Uh, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't hear myself above all the noise. So, uh, so then I listened to some Amy Winehouse mm-hmm. and she gave me permission through her music to say that not everything is great right now. What are your uh, favorite Amy Winehouse songs? Um, well, of course, Rehab. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. kind of have to say that one. And then, uh, what was the one that I really liked the other day? Um, like, Love is a Foolish Game? or That's the... 
that's my song. Yeah. Love is a losing game. I actually losing did that game. one at um, my cabaret last last January, this past January. Yeah. I love how I say that. Like, I'm thinking, of, like, oh, it was last Way year. No, it was well, this year. Still. still. <laughs> yeah. Love yeah. is a losing game. Yeah. Yeah, that one definitely was leaned on when I wrote this one. And um, I, was, I was like, oh, yeah, we don't have to just write that everything's great. Mm-hmm. And um, then one of my other favorites of hers is My Humps. It's a really good one. It's really good. When the bottom drops out. Oh, my God. <laughs> are there any, have, has anyone done like a dance remix of an Amy Winehouse song? Not that I have. I, I, not that I've heard. Not that I've heard, but I swear there has to be some, right. somebody out there. It's just like, everybody scream. Gotta make me go to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if there's not, get on it, <laughs> audience. Yeah. Uh, so once I went there, once I like mm-hmm. listened to the Amy, um, I let myself play and be a little ridiculous, mm-hmm. and that's how Handbasket was born. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. As soon as I listened to it, I was like, okay, memorize it. Got it. <laughs> Which is very flattering. I was, like, I was like, all right, he got it. He got it. Great, great. I, I lit some candles. Um, <laughs> I was in an Epsom salt bath. Of course. Just soaking in all the words. Well, <laughs> well, I ask that for all my guests. I'm like, please get in a bath. Oh, my God. Wait, do people actually selfie. give that answer, though? Where they like try to give like a little bit of a long-winded answer with like that, that question? No. Really? No, no. There, not really. There hasn't been anyone who's like, well, it took me a long time to really figure out what the meaning behind it is. And just after <laughs> five days, I was like... <laughs> I'll learn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned the first verse. <laughs> but I learned it backwards. There we go. So it's challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Taiwanese. no. All of my guests are, are very talented and very um, generous and smart, which is why they're guests. Yes. Um, so Handbasket. Uh, remember, this performance will be available, you're about to hear it, and it's also available to stream on SoundCloud, and it's going to be on YouTube um, via Broadway World. Nice. And, yeah, so all those good things. Be sure to follow me on all things social media. You may find those links and so much more on JewelBeNew.com. I recently became a member of Patreon, so if you want to patronize this podcast and all the weird things that I'm up to, uh, that'd be great. Uh, let's see. Please follow my guest on all the things social media as well. You're on you're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. What's your handle? Uh, it's start four two one, and that's start with two A's. And I also have my own Facebook page, Stanley Martin. Terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, buy tickets to his Metropolitan show, Smoke yes. and Mirrors, Monday, August twenty eighth, seven p.m. That's mm-hmm. a prime spot, like oh, seven yeah. p.m. Like you're not. Oh god, yeah. You're not nine. No, you're and not I'm not 11. twelve o'clock on a Friday. Mm-hmm. No shade to anybody who's done a twelve no, o'clock. No, no, I've done an eleven thirty fifty four below show. So <laughs> oh my god, it's a real thing. Uh, so yeah. I know. Yeah, can't, can't anymore. But <laughs> seven p.m. That's yes. a good spot. Oh yeah, no, I'm so happy about that. It's I'm a, excited. It's a nice time. As an audience member, I thank you and go see Stanley in Aladdin mm-hmm. at the New Amsterdam Theater, mm-hmm. playing now through forever. <laughs> Subscribe to, rate, review this podcast. Question, should they make a musical of Return of Jafar? I played the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) I love my job. That's your answer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Anyway. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, What's Jonathan Freeman like? Is he just... Oh, he's a sweetheart. Just a delight. Mm -hmm. I'd love to. Yeah. 
I'm a huge fan of his mm-hmm. voice. Oh, I hear yeah, no, lots the, of sweet things. The first time my sister saw the show, she was freaking out because she was like, oh, my God, it's the voice. It's, it's the, the voice. voice. <laughs> yeah. Is that consistent? Like every time, I almost said every episode, every time you guys do the show, like the first time he hear, he says the does mm-hmm. the voice, everyone, you just like, like oh hear it. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet. Well, in the audience, all of us yes. are just like, okay, that's nice. One hour. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Can you tell me how the magic carpet works? Sure. Um, all right. Now, <laughs> no, 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 I can tell no, you. Can we tell can? You. No, yes. All right, so. Because I thought right, it was like a big secret. Right before A Whole New World, mm-hmm. um, Aladdin talks to the genie, and he grants him a magic carpet. Oh. Yeah, see, that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh-huh. 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 that's what I thought. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. I love my work. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, yes. folks. Yes, the magic is a beautiful thing. The answer answer is money and magic. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe to, rate, review this podcast. Tell your friends all about it. Special thanks today to Emmanuel Wilson, the manager of member services here at the Dramatist Guild for hosting us today in the lovely Mary Rogers room. Uh, The Dramatist Guild of America was established for the purpose of aiding dramatists like myself in protecting both the artistic and economic integrity of their work. For more info and to apply to become a member, visit dramatistguild.com. It's a good time. Come be a writer. Uh, Last but not least, um, well, you should join. Yeah, you're a writer now. All right. You should. You should. Yeah, get access to this beautiful room. Yeah, I mean it's really nice. But how much is it? Wait, uh, (laughs) can I? Can I add that right? (laughs) As soon as it came out of my mouth. uh, Wait a minute. Last but not least, Stanley Martin. Thank you for being on my show today. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, From the Mary Rogers Room at the Dramatist Guild in Times Square. This is Joel V. New. This is Stanley Martin saying thank you for dropping by for something new. The world has gone to hell in a handbasket and all I feel is numb. The world has gone to hell in a handbasket down at the bottom next to some gum.
then Google was all, go ahead, click through some more links. And I was like, I can't, I'm too sad. And Google said, why? The world has gone to hell in a handbasket. Theatrical media.